Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Good morning out there, podcast land. What's happening, y'all? Or evening or afternoon. Oh, no, say, or we, this is a first wow, specific man. time of the day. I mean, I came hard out of the gates today, man. I, I'm like just super <laughs> stoked, man, about – I couldn't figure out the word I want to say there. I was say jacked up, stoked, and I was afraid I was going – Put them together. Now. <laughs> Super joked about it. <laughs> that would have not been good. But hey, hey, congratulations, Grandpa! I am Grandpa. Somebody asked me what what was I going to um be called by her, and here's the truth. Here's from my heart. I don't know. Long as she calls me, yep. yes. I'm gonna yep. let her decide what she wants to call me. I'm not going in going. I'm Paul, Paul, or I'm Grandpa, or I'm Paul, or whatever. <laughs> hey. Just call me sugar. Yes. Yep. And that precious little thing. So, hey, this is the Mosaic of Marion. I am Pastor Hank Meadows, I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Man, it's not going to be long. I will have been the pastor here for 20 Ooh. years. That's Ooh. crazy. Smokes. Yep. Also, it won't be long, and we'll be at our 53rd Ooh. episode, which what? will be a year's episode. <laughs> Boy, that good math. From the other week when I thought there were sixty, <laughs> when I thought there were sixty-two. Well, really, weeks. there's fifty-two weeks in a year, so. But the fifty-third one will have finished the whole okay, year. Okay, I'm going at that you. route. Okay. That's when we break out the streamers. All yeah. right, we're, we're blowing out the budget. <laughs> Not hard to do. We're blowing out the budget. But anyway, so I'm Hank Meadows, and this is my sidekick, the co-host, my home slice, home skillet, and homie, and Miss I ha- Mona. I was gonna say I have a name. No, I didn't know. I didn't know if he was gonna get to it or not. I don't know. <laughs> I build her up, and I get. I didn't know. Think you were gonna say my name? All that build up. As you hear him over there, we yeah, got producer yeah. Dan Woo. back with us, man. Hey. He's the man that that makes us sound good on the radio. Let's go with it. So, yep. <laughs> Anyway, hey, shout out. Go listen to the Goose of Grace. Um, I was on there one more time. Had that privilege of being back on there. And legit, we talked about how to get saved. Yep. Good stuff. Um, it was good. Get saved or get out. That's sort of the <laughs> motto of last, last week's thought. <laughs> yeah, boy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Rolling tonight. Or this morning or whatever if you it think is. Back, Did I remember? mention he's a grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, if you remember back when we recorded that that episode, remember what I almost said? Do you not? You know, I, bet, I, don't I don't think you remember. remember. Remind me, I'll tell you after okay. what I almost said, and you were like, oh, "I'm so glad." Oh you didn't no, say I, that. yes, yes okay. yeah, no. Okay, we'll go with it. Was with really straightforward, Mona. It was really straightforward what I was going to say about it. So anyway, so we're in Matthew chapter five. We're continuing on, and um, I, I'm just going to tell you guys hey, before we ever get started. Here's on now. Is there anything better in life? And when you study God's word mm. and God opens it up for mm-hmm. you, I mean, okay. it just. Yep. Yep. Kind of like with my blog post today. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what happened with my blog post. I I really, really kept thinking about it for the last week or more. What's your blog post? <clears throat> my blog post is on Jude 24 and 25 now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, <laughs> to present you blameless before the presence of, you know, and now I lost it because you made me think of it. <laughs> <laughs> before the presence. But in it, for the, before the presence of his glory with, with great joy. 
So anyway, where can they find it? And it's on um, my blog, which is linked on the Mosaic of Marion. So go there, website. to Mosaic of Marion, and you'll find go it. But that's exactly page. what happened. I mean, I struggled and struggled with it, but went then some for whatever reason. Today, I sat down and God gave it to me. So it is a beautiful yeah, thing. It's just it is. That's a great way to put it. It's just a beautiful thing yep. with God. So you know, I've read this passage that we're dealing with today, and we're in we're starting at verse seventeen, and Miss Mona will be reading that in just a moment. Um, and I, I've read it a hundred times, and you know, okay, it's you know, mm. you just read it. And the problem is, we take things at face value a lot. Yep. And at face value, it means what it says here, but there's also deeper meanings mm. there. And that's always what you want to. As uh, we used to go to pastor conferences, guy would say, "Plow deep," he would yell, <laughs> "Plow deep," and um. When you plow deep, which is yep. a great picture, you find some just hidden gems in there that are just amazing. And right. so we love them. Um, everybody else doing well? Y'all doing well? Seriously? I'm I mean, I well. know I'm sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> He's a grandpa, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I can't, I'm not even going to try to compete I, with that. I so know. I'm out. <laughs> what, what more is there to say? I don't know. Well, you know, just a, um, it's nothing like it. Let me just say that. I wish y'all could see the smile on his face. When 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 they have accidents or whatever, you just give them back to mom and dad. Say go go take care of this. Anyway, all right, Miss Mona, let's go. You read and you pray. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Matthew five seventeen to twenty. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Heavenly Father, we pray that um, our ears and our eyes and our heart would be open to see and to hear from you, um, and so that we can um, not have just a surface belief, but that we would have a, a belief that changes our hearts and our lives. Yes. And so teach us, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. So um, <coughs> opening thoughts. We're going to do a little bit, just some opening. As you, as you read that, what, what do you... What do you get out of that as you, you read it? Both of you guys answer. <laughs> he points to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, we said we we came to this, Matthew 5, from being in the Ten Commandments and talking about the Ten Commandments. And, and one of the reasons that we wanted to do that is because um, – just knowing that Jesus took the teachings of the law and the commandments that were given and um, took them and really speared us in the heart with them mm -hmm. because he was all about um, it. What matters is not that you're doing these works of the law. What matters is what's in your heart. Yep. And so as you read this, you really see that. And this really is um, the beginning of, because then what follows after this is, you have heard it said, but I say, mm -hmm. which we have alluded to with one of the commandments with the murder, but, um, you know, we're going to get to even more. And so the, really this, this sort of spears that off. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, man, I thought you were going to forgive that. I was, I was <laughs> upset. Um, no, it, this is just another example of God's, God's perfection and his unchanging, which is, you know, it, 
we see it all the time. A law gets created, a man-made law, and every so often it has to change because we didn't get it right or we have, we have a different outlook on things with society or whatever. Here we see that you know there was no doing away with the old law. Jesus came to fulfill that law, meaning that God always knew this was going to be the case, and he never changes, he never will, right. and I hold on to that on a daily right. basis. Right, Exactly. So, so you're right. What are you writing down over there? I'm, I, I, all of a sudden, it hit me about a word <laughs> that I wanted to find real quick that I didn't. I didn't have written down about what Jesus is. So, and, and sort of one of the key words in this um, text is the word abolish. Mm-hmm. Think not that I came to abolish right. the law of the prophets. Now, by the way, when it says the law of the prophets, here's what he's saying: the entire Old, Old Testament. Testament. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's speaking of the the entire the Old Testament in its entirety, not certain parts of it. Right. Um. So he's speaking of that, and the word abolish there it means to destroy, to mm. dissolve, or to overthrow, or one other one to throw down, make of none void. So Jesus said, "I didn't come to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. You, you misinterpret what I'm here for." Right. I'm not here to to say you're no good. Right. Get out of here. Right. No, I'm saying I'm the fulfillment. Right. Of and because home. what does fulfill mean? Did you look? Did Did you I do did, that one? You go. Apparently, you have it I'm written down too. Surrounded by nerds. <laughs> we are weird. We are nerds. nerds. But that fulfill means to accomplish, to complete, to make perfect, to bring to its intended conclusion. Yes. Yep. Yep. That was, that was just definition I read in another place. Yeah, so run with it. Right. Well, so so you see that he didn't come to destroy or just dissolve, but he came to complete them. He came to make them perfect. He came to um to what was what what did you say? The, to bring to, to I can't remember. <laughs> intended conclusion. Can, right. And and you think about what Dan just said that um you know it's not like. It's not like God gave these laws and then realized what was happening with them and how people were um, only doing things by the letter of the law and it wasn't changing lives and and it was becoming a religion um, and works and then decided I need something else. Right. But he knew all along that he was going to send Jesus and then that Jesus would um, bring that completion and bring that finishing to it. Um, and, and think about this. Think about... Well, first, let's run here. What was the purpose of the law? You can't understand what he's saying right here when he says, right. I, don't, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. The first thing you have to know is this. What was the deal with the law? Right. Why was it given? Right. What was its purpose? Did it have any saving power? Right. Um, what did it do for the average Jew back in the day? What does it do for us? So let's just unpack that for a little bit, because here's the truth. It had no saving power. Right. None whatsoever. Right. And it had one main focus, to show people that they were sinners. Right. Paul writes, I yes. didn't know that I was right. a coveter until the law said, don't covet. Right. right. And I realized that that's exactly what I was doing, and right. I didn't think it was bad. And so the law was just, I've heard it said, the best way I've heard it said, is a mirror into our soul. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To point us to the fact that we need a savior. Right. Thoughts. What? <laughs> right. I mean, that's ex- and that's exactly what it did, and in, in that, in its shortcomings, um, then when Jesus came, shortcomings. What do you mean? <laughs> In its weaknesses, because it wasn't able to save, because it, it mm. because the law was not 
didn't have that saving power. And so in that weakness, and, and also because men were not able to keep the law. And so in that sense, then it was, it had shortcomings yes, and weakness because. Thanks. Not you got it that, in, uh, a, in a general sense uh, of you, um, you know. Right. So I don't even know what was, what was I saying? You're talking about the law. No, but. You interrupted my thoughts, so I don't I'm know. Sorry, I, it's because okay, I, I, yeah, really, I want you did. I don't want good. people to be out there going, what you know, you home right. slice Mona <laughs> said that the law was not good or weak, and but it it was. It, you, you don't know you're lost until you realize right. you're lost. Right. <laughs> and it points to that intent again that you know if, if people were shown that they were lost and were given no way to you know there was no savior, there was no what's the point of it. But this always pointed to Jesus. And I, I find that just amazing. And it goes back to, you know, really in, in, in summary of what I've been preaching the past five weeks. Um, remember all the sacrifices in Leviticus when it talks about the sin offering, the guilt offering, um, the grain offering, the burnt offering, all these offerings. And they had to bring an animal to be sacrificed for sin. God, even in that, several times in Scripture, He says, I don't really desire right. your sacrifices and burnt offerings. Right. What I look for is a contrite heart. Yes. And I, and I said it yesterday. I thought I said it the best when I said, it has nothing to do with the bringing of an animal, but it has to do with the mercy of God based on the human heart. Right, right. the condition of the heart. Yep. Because if your heart's not understanding <clears throat> who you are in the in the presence of a holy righteous mm-hmm. perfect god you're not going to see the need or the strength and the ability of the law to point you in the place of a savior and all this did was pointing to a perfect righteousness right. that we need right which we're going to talk about righteousness in just a little bit at the end of this and so i really wanted people to know understand that the law had a purpose right now it was weak in that. Right. Yes. It could no. Not I, save no. You. I was glad. I didn't mean. I was glad that you said that. I just now I can't remember what you asked me or what I was trying to answer. That's all. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we'll be we'll be live texting that tomorrow. Hey, what I was gonna say. I'll get a text tomorrow when Mona relists. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it usually happens. So, with this goes to and listen at the end of this. I said this to bring to its intended conclusion. Which is not external. Here's what I want to go to. Right. That's what the law is about. External yes. conformity. Right. Mm. Yes. But a heart that's alive to God. Yes. You know, um, and, and you mentioned this and you referenced it talking about that the Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, and all these groups mm-hmm. had gotten to where this was nothing more than rote ritual religion. Right. That has nothing to do with what God wanted when he proclaimed. Now, I guess, did he know how the law would come about? And it, that's the reason he knew that Jesus was to come. I ran across his date. I, I'm dying to say it. <laughs> and, and so I'm going to go here. So he knew Jesus was coming. In Titus, so every month, I've started this now. So we have a memory verse. By the way, it happens to be Jude 24, 24 and 25. 25. That she's Mona Raider blog post about. Um, but the book of the month is Titus. And so when, when it's this short like this, I will read the entire book every day for mm-hmm. the month. And so I've been reading it, just reading it, 
really not looking for notes, really not looking for anything, but just trying to let it begin to um, impact me mm-hmm. um, and focus me. And so today I was like, okay, today I'm going to start. I've read it basically, I read the whole week, every day, just to read it, just to begin to really let it simmer in me. So today I was like, all right, I'm going to start seeing what God wants to speak to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just jumped off. The, have y'all caught this? passage in chapter 1 verse 2 well, I'm going to read verse 1 and then I'm going to read verse 2 Paul a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the sake of the faith of God's elect their knowledge of the truth which accords with godliness listen to this in hope of eternal life which God who never lies mm-hmm. promised before, before the him. ages began yes yes Yo, I'm about to have a Pentecostal charismatic <laughs> running spell up in here this morning in my office. Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, that's so, yes. Keep going. I don't know what else to say except yes. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, where have you been all my life? My preaching that verse. Where have you been? I've read the book of Titus. It's three chapters, y'all. I've read it, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, 30, 40 mm. times in my, in, you know, since I've really began to live for Jesus because it's three chapters. And wh- what did I do? Just skip the beginning? Well, it is kind of a hard sentence to, I mean, it's one of Paul's, you know, he's infamous for his run on sentences. It kind of gets pushed in with the yeah. greeting a little bit yeah. there, yeah. Dude, but he's talking about uh, God. It, he planned right. before time before he ever began. He yes. Yep. So those that think, and I know Drew actually talked about it in, in our last episode, The Goose of Grace, when he talked about it, did, or maybe the one before that, that he didn't catch God by right. surprise, yeah. our exactly. sin. Yep. Right. And he's up there going, what do I do no, now? No, yeah. right. No. Absolutely. No, he like had that. it planned. Yes, yes. And so the law was this precursor that said, understand, you guys can't even live up to 10 things. Yep. So I've got to send somebody who'll live up to that perfectly and show you the life. And by the way, the pre-evangelon there in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, tells us that he was going to destroy him, that someone would come yep. to yep. deal with it. Yep. And if that don't get a believer excited, yep. what will? <laughs> Run with it. Run with it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. Because I keep, I, really, I keep wanting to go to the end and I don't know if we want to get there yet not yet okay see that's what I thought but one of the things but well no that's the end too (laughs) (laughs) what has got so he doesn't want external go go with this and I had to go to Jesus because salvation really deals with the eternal thing why did God not want external why did he he wants your heart to be soft Mm. toward him why because that's the only way that we can um, be in a relationship with him is if our heart is soft towards him and if our heart is um, contrite before him, if our heart is able to uh, take in what he has for us, if we're doing just doing the works of the law, if, if we were to still just be doing all those sacrifices and those that did all those sacrifices, then it just becomes um, tasks that need to be done. It becomes and, ritualistic and, right, relig- and, and, religion. And it doesn't have any effect on who you, who we are in our character, in our walk, and the way we live our life. It, it wouldn't have anything. Then It's just a meaningless repetition. Yeah, and by the way, if you wonder, did God <clears throat> want that in the Old Testament? Yes. In Deuteronomy <laughs> chapter 30, 
and verse 6, I found this today too. <laughs> um, here's what he says. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and yeah. the heart of your offspring so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul that you may live. Yep. And I just wrote beside said, God desires your heart. He doesn't desire your – your actions should back up what's in your yes. heart. Remember what, the, what he said to the Pharisees? <laughs> You know, it's not what goes in the body that, right. that makes it unclean. It's what comes out of the body. Right. So God desires your heart, and then action should follow what your heart is. Hence the reason he then later on in, in this great sermon, you'll know them by their fruit. Yep. Right. So God wants our hearts yep. to be soft. Right, which is also, I mean, we could get into a conversation about the old covenant versus the new covenant. And in, in, in him desiring to bring this new covenant to us because we weren't able to keep the old covenant, but also because of how that would change our hearts and how that would affect our hearts. Because now the law would be written on our hearts and not on tablets of stone. Because now His Holy Spirit would be in us and not just um, on certain people. Um, Because now with the new covenant, then... um, Everybody will know, and it's not just something that you have to wait and learn from other people. The Holy Spirit is inside of you, mm-hmm. teaching you. Um, and so all the things that come about because of the new covenant and the forgiveness and the um, remembering your sins no more, all of those things take what the old covenant couldn't do and gives it to us now. In a very ab- beautiful way. Yes, that is able to be done yeah. through Jesus. Dan, you're squirming over there. I, I thought you got something to say, buddy. I'm all over the place right now. No, I was, <laughs> You know, I was just thinking we we always there, there's so many you know self help programs this and other Ugh. and yeah. it's all about to, changing that that yeah. outside appearance. You know, you want to look better, you want to feel better, you want all this stuff that it never gets to to the heart of it, which is you're imperfect because you're a sinner in need of a savior. And I get so done with. You know, I, and this is just me rambling for a minute, but you know, there's so many churches that that want to address particular behaviors and forget all that. Address the sin, yeah. and then the the rest will follow. Happen, yeah, right. but, but we're trying to treat the symptoms instead of the sickness. Well, we, and point, we want to water know? it down. Absolutely, you know, we call it diseases. Well, and, and you can you sin. can fake progress with the outside. Yeah, you can't fake it from the inside. Exactly. So let's go to your part. Let's go to the end. <laughs> so then, so he gets it and he says. Um, and I, I just I do love this. We don't have time to unpack it. You know, we're we're on a time frame here. We're not goose of grace. Well, we're on time. Forty minutes is past time. Yeah, um, it talks about whoever relaxes one of these. Mm. It's right. like whoever just backs off of what I'm trying to tell you. I'm just saying this is not Hank. Right. So so many times people get mad at the mailman. I'm just <laughs> delivering the mail, y'all, right. and that's all three of us are doing here. Whoever relaxes one of these and then teaches others to the same. They're the least. Now, I will give one thing. It does say they're the least in the kingdom of heaven. Right. So, so apparently they get in. in right? <laughs> something. Yeah. Something. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, who wants to get in? Yeah. Right. Just squeeze That in. way. Just, yep. you know. Um, but whoever does them, teach them. We call it great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, were you going all the way to 20? Because I'm loaded for chap- for verse 22. <laughs> yes. So go. Well, because, and uh, in, in why? Why are we so excited to get to verse 20? Be- because I really think that's the crux of the matter. It is. And, and so... When Jesus said, 
um, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, which we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about. But you have to realize who the scribes and the Pharisees right. were, you know, and that the scribes and the Pharisees, they were considered the most righteous and the most religious. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, holy, of- <laughs> I hope they all sounded exactly like that. (laughs) That was beautiful. I am so biased, little (laughs) hoity-toity. The scribes were the most noted teachers. I'm trying to keep things normal around here. The scribes were the most noted teachers of the law, and the Pharisees were the most um, celebrated of those who upheld the law. And but all that they were, and this is why they bashed with um, heads with Jesus so much is because it was just all religious works and mm-hmm. it what didn't have anything to do with nothing right living at all. I thought you were getting ready to say <laughs> oh, something. Oh, no, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I, I knew you were loaded. I was just uh, waiting. Well, I'm just saying, so here's what it says. <laughs> so I, I wrote this down. I said, unless your righteousness exceeds out of the scribes and Pharisees, do you, do you come to realize this truth? Righteousness is really the difference between heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Are you righteous or right. are you not? Right. Now I understand. I understand. It's are you saved? Or are you right. not saved? Yes. Are you are you in your sins? You're not in your sins. But it comes out because if you're saved, you're righteous. Yes, in God's eyes. In God's eyes. Right. Not because of anything we do, right. but because no. of who's living inside of us, right. who shed His blood for us, who gave His life for us, and died upon the cross, defeated death hell, and the grave by rising again on the third day. So it's the difference. I mean, it's not much to it. Outside of that, it's really not, not important. Outside of just heaven and hell, right? It's not important, whatever. <laughs> so I just wrote down. I said, "Do you have it or don't you?" Right. And then I said, "This. What was their righteousness like? You spoke about it." Mm-hmm. Let's let God's word tell us about it. Okay, where are you going to go? Matthew 25. No, 23. Yeah, Matthew that's 23. What I written, look, I have it written down. Yeah, she's got Matthew it. 23. Look at that. 23. What verses? 23. Oh. Because I just thought it was such a great example of, yes. of what the, the scribes and the Pharisees did, and, and Jesus called them out on it. Well, since when I read for the Goose of Grace, I got zero people that liked how I read. <laughs> Oh. I'm going to ask you to read verses 23, Miss Mona, down to 28. Wow, that's a lot of verses. Oh, you got it. Your voice is much better than mine, apparently. Um, 23 to 28. Yes. Now, don't be upset if I interrupt. Okay, you you may interrupt. Um, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you ta- <laughs> for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law. Justice and mercy and faithfulness. I don't think they knew anything about mercy. No, huh? No, nothing about mercy. Them dudes were harsh, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Um, These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, (laughs) straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. You don't get no better than God's words at times. God's word at times is just so full of illustrations and so great. Yes. You, uh, let's see, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence, you blind Pharisee. First clean the inside of the cup and the plate that the outside also may be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. It was all about the external. Yes. Yep. That was my statement. It was just all about the external. Right. They're whitewashed tombs. Yeah. Full of nothing but dead people's bones. Right. Full of hypocrisy, mm-hmm. 
and I forget what the last word was. Uh, lawlessness. Uh, I, would, I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> but full of it. He's like, you guys who prance, you know, they walked around, they had the little bells on so people would hear them coming down mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. Um, they they wanted to always be at the very top of the table if they were invited to somebody's house and they looked down. You know, they did all this stuff, and yet, but their hearts were terrible. Right. Sure, they and I said before, they would have been great neighbors because they weren't going to party, they weren't right. going to be loud, they were going to follow the law, but at the same time, they were terrible neighbors because they would have been so demanding of you. Right. Right. When they wouldn't even lift their finger. You know, one place he says, you'll walk over heaven and earth to go make one um, disciple, and then you'll make them twice as much as son of hell. Right. Because <laughs> of everything world? that you yeah. put on them, right, you that they have to do. Them right. down. The right. 10 were not enough. What does right. it end up, like 518 yes, or 16 like laws? Yeah. Smoking yeah. crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There I mean, go. seriously, who's going to keep 518 or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was? Some ungodly they can't number. Keep the 10. Yeah. Hey, you can't even keep 10, yo. Yep. <laughs> These dudes were, they were the ultimate religious tear. Right. Yes. T A R E. That's put in with the wheat. Yep. They're that person that is just never satisfied. Right. Lead us in a prayer complaint, will you? <laughs> <laughs> it. I wrote this down. Guys, we're out of time. Out of time. Of course. It it's about inner righteousness mm-hmm. that comes from grace and the power of God. Yep. God says you guys cannot fulfill the law. Right. You you, you can't. Not your favorite book here. Mm-hmm. Not by the blood of bulls and goats. Right. They stand daily. I'm, yep. Watch her. Watch her. Have a scale right here, okay? <laughs> The priests stand daily offering these sacrifices. Jesus sat down. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I told you. I told you. I told you. It's the first time I thought I was going to have to get after her about hitting the desk. He sat down because he fulfilled His everything. His work was done. He couldn't do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Run with it. For just, well, you, you got like 40 oh, seconds. I can't do it in that one. I mean, I, you know, la- I think it was last week. Was it last week on the church devotions? I you know, focused on when Jesus said it is finished on the cross. And, and spoiler alert, that's going to be my Easter blog post. <laughs> it's coming because the work was finished. Yeah. Unlike in the tabernacle with the priests who had to do it day yeah. after day after day after year after year after year, and their work was never done. But Jesus made one sacrifice for all one. time. One Let sacrifice. That sink in. Can you tell me how for many all again? Time. One. Okay. Sacrifice. Not two? Not one. <laughs> okay. For all time. And his work was done. He yeah. sat down because his work was completed. Because why? He fulfilled, fulfilled. Yes. the righteous requirements right. of the law. Yes. He did everything that was needed. Yep. All we have to do is accept his free gift of salvation. Right. Now, I do want to, one last thing. If you really want to know, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't understand, seriously, go to the Goose of Grace. Yep. Mm-hmm. We dealt with salvation yep. in this last... And guess what the title of the episode is? Salvation. <laughs> okay? And and we, we break it down. So, all right. Yep. Closing thoughts. Dan. All right. Then me. <laughs> then Mona. Okay. You have right. less than a minute. All right. So... The I want to I want to hit the flip side real quick on what you just talked about about the Pharisees and and how you know they were so filthy on the inside. 
if you go back and it says, for I will tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, here's the thing on your own without Jesus, it can't. Yes. Right. And so Good it points point. once again to the fact that we can't look at outward appearances and say, oh, we're better than, than X, Y, or Z. Yes. We're all fallen. And that puts us all level at the cross. Yep. Exactly. Well yep. said. Ooh, and succinct. Yeah, very succinct. <laughs> hit that much minute. better at it than <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, here's what I would say. There's nothing you can do, right. dear one, yep. save except Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is the only one that could. He's the only one that did fulfill right. all that we talked about, the righteous requirements. Right. He wants to be your Lord and Savior from today and for all eternity. Yep. Jesus. Right. Um, and just, um, you know, just to... Let this be um, something for us to take and and um, self-examine ourselves with. Mm-hmm. You know, does our righteousness indeed exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees, or are we more like them? Um, are we focused more on the things that we should and shouldn't do, rather than the things of the heart that God wants us to have? Um, are we focused more on making sure that we're um, doing this, that, and the other thing, when what God really wants us is to have a heart full of compassion and love and mercy and grace. Um, and so, you know, I would encourage you to in- examine yourself and and to ask God to show you where you are at with that. Um, because I think that that's, and that's why we study and learn mm-hmm. is so that then we can allow that to change our lives. One last thing, based <clears throat> on what you just said. Mm-hmm. You ought to be real with yourself yep. because you can't fool God. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Only heaven and hell hang in the balance. Right. Be self-aware and seek the face of God and let him show you. Right. Dan's going to pray, and then I'll close this. All right. Sounds good. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for that mirror that is the law that shows us just how hopeless we are without the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we just pray that that – through this podcast, we would encourage listeners to spend time daily in God's Word, letting it work through them and cleansing them uh, just to be more like Christ each day. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, and we pray that you keep us safe until we come back again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, once more time, this is the Mosaic of Mary, and I am Pastor Hank Meadows, pastor here of Mary Baptist Church. I've had my home slice, Miss Mona, with hey. me tonight. Producer Dan, he's with us as always. So thank you guys. And until next time, see y'all.